You're listening to Trucking Questions from the Audio Road with Kevin Rutherford. This is the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. You can ask questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, tax, technology, or anything else about the business of trucking. Here we go. Let's head on down the audio road. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let's Truck. Com. The show is all about the business of trucking, and today is Destination Health. My co-host is Kim Cockerham, and we'll take your calls and answer your questions about everything health, fitness, diet, nutrition, food, lifestyle, training, disease, drugs, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and ask the question. We're going to get to those in just a little bit. Kim, welcome back. Hi there. Glad to be here. Yeah, great to have you. So uh, I've got a couple things, not a lot, and then we'll get to some calls, see if you have anything you want to open with today. Um, I've got some random stuff. So I read a ton of newsletters. You know, it used to be that I would read Mm -hmm. newsletters trucking and you know I'm always interested in money and finance so I read some money news and what's going on in the markets and um, business and taxes so I I get newsletters on all these topics I spend the first couple hours every morning usually just reading through seeing if there's something interesting well in the last couple years I've added health and holy cow there is so (laughs) much information on health and it's all over the board. So, you know, I have to do a lot of research to verify things. You know, I'm not just going to read a newsletter and, and believe it's the gospel. And I will admit that a couple of the newsletters I get on the health side, they're a little out there. You know, it, it, they're kind of pushing the limits. They're they're almost bordering on some conspiracy theory kind of stuff. So I I read those with a little extra skepticism and anything I read in one of those, I go really verify. So I saw something this morning in one of them and I thought, okay, that can't be true. Um, I've got to go dig. And I spent all morning verifying this and it's controversial, but uh, I, I read through, there are people that try to debunk this myth and even the people trying to debunk it really didn't do a very good job. They pointed out a couple, you know, maybe inconsistencies, but clearly they couldn't disprove this. And there's, it's true. I, I went and verified this. So th- what I read was that the CDC, the Center for Diseases Control, is um, that's a government agency. And they are the ones that monitor what's going on as far as health in all kinds of ways. They're a very, very big agency. They are also the ones that promote vaccinations. And in fact, not only promote vaccinations, they can be the start of the government requiring us to be vaccinated. For example, children and schools. Sometimes you're just forced to be vaccinated. It's the CDC that controls all that. So I have a problem with that alone because I don't like to be told what to do. But here's what I read this morning. The CDC itself holds 20 patents on vaccines 
and sells over $4 billion worth of vaccinations every year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Talk about a conflict of interest. Now, there are explanations saying, well, they have to hold those patents because they have to. It's part of creating the vaccination and controlling these viruses and but it's still, and they'll say, oh, but the CDC doesn't sell that vaccine. It's the drug company. But the CDC holds the license because they have the patent. So they don't have to sell the product directly to receive the revenue. They can hold part of the patent that's required to produce the vaccination. And they get paid a licensing fee because of that. That is the one of the most incredible conflicts of interest I think I've mm-hmm. read about. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Unbelievable. So not only do they have an incredible amount of money to promote vaccinations and all kinds of propaganda about vaccinations, but they're the government. So mm-hmm. people tend to believe the government because they don't have a profit motive with they're not supposed to, but clearly in this case, they do have a profit motive. That's terrible. But at the same time, I feel, um, I don't want to say I feel helpless. It's then, okay, what do we do? Where do we, where, you know, how do we take a stand? You know, besides our own personal thing is saying no vaccine. What do we do? Education. Educate. We just have to spread the word. We, we, you know, social media is a wonderful thing. Um, in some ways, I've obviously complained mm-hmm. about the downsides of social media, but this is one of those areas where just spread the word, you know, yeah, just, yeah. just educate yourself and then educate somebody else. You know, don't be obnoxious about it. And a lot of people don't want mm-hmm. to be a to move on. But the more people that know this, the the that's the only way we can combat this, because like I said, you know, I, I've said before. There's a ton of money behind promoting, say, a flu vaccine vaccination. And there's no money in telling somebody maybe you shouldn't do that. That's the problem here. All the money comes from telling people to do these things and getting them to go do them. There's no money. In fact, there's there's nothing but cost. I mean, if I want to make people aware that maybe they shouldn't get the flu vaccination, that maybe it's not the best thing to do. I, I can't make any money telling people not to do it. And all I can do is it, it cost me money and time. So that that's our biggest problem is the, the people that want to promote and the companies that want to promote this stuff. They, they, there's a lot of money behind promoting it and there's no money behind the other side of the story. So it's just up to us individually to spread the word as much as we can. Yeah. You know, and I, and I like that because it goes back to when, you know, you first started coming on too to say, you know, we've been lied to and it's killing us. It's just stop a minute before even like that, you know, like you were talking about the tests and the screenings and that kind of stuff and, and, and get educated. So that falls right in line with that. Get educated. So, you know, instead of just accepting and absorbing all the information that is just, handed to you question 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 yes yes absolutely good point so you and i um have been doing a lot of client consultation kind of stuff working directly Mm -hmm. with 
Um, we have created several programs. Everything from if somebody doesn't want to spend any money at all, we we have a free assessment. So they go in and they they fill out a, a kind of a questionnaire, and it's all part of our our evaluation system that we use. And they go online and they fill it all out, and what it does is it identifies their priorities. What what is their biggest health issue? that they should be focusing on? Is it digestion? Is it blood sugar control? Is it adrenals? Is it um, heart disease? Is it immune system? And once we identify where the, the major problem is, then we can make some recommendations on some supplements, maybe a couple ideas on how to start addressing that issue. Um, and we do that free. So you go fill it out. We email you a report saying, here's what we identified. Here's the priorities. And here's a couple recommendations on how to get started on that. Now, that's kind of the self-help. You know, we'll give you the tool. We'll give you the assessment. Um, but it's free. We're not going to be able to spend any real time on it. But we give you a starting point so that you see what your priorities are, what you should be working on. And we give you a couple ways to do it yourself. And, and like I say, we do that when free. Um, we are absolutely swamped with those, of course, because it's free. And then we have programs ranging from, you know, pretty intensive one-on-one -on -one with, you know, multiple testing. And we have some monthly programs, so they're ongoing. We, we really have created programs for everybody. We're just releasing a lot of these. But you and I have been working on these for months now. Um, and the interesting thing is we're starting to see the results. So, mm -hmm. you know, people are coming to the end of their 30 day program working directly with us. And after the 30 days, we go back and we retest those things and look at what's going on with the symptoms. And then we give them a comparison, you know, here's where you were 30 days ago with all your symptoms. We've been working with you one-on-one. -on -one and here are the results now and i am even though i know mm -hmm. all this stuff how it <laughs> works i am just blown away at the results we're seeing yeah and it's it's incredible because everybody is working so hard and and i think that's part of it when you get focused oh, we got some music yeah let's uh let's get to yeah. a break we'll come back and we will talk about that and then we're going to get to some of your calls and questions stick around we'll be right back kevin Robert.
welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me, and uh, we're going to get to your calls here in a little bit. Kim, go ahead with what you were talking about. Um, yeah, with just how hard people are working, and I think it part of it, and, and that's my personality, is that um, having that focus period of time and knowing I'm working with somebody and having the accountability has been huge. You know, we get to video chat with them and talk and, and give our recommendations, and that's really just what it is. Then we, you know, go back and forth about what might work and what, you know, and they try it and might shift and that. But um, the work that they're doing in those 30 days is just incredible. And I think because they're getting such um, targeted and, and focusing, they're getting results pretty fast. So that in itself um, has really I think uh, motivated people to keep going, and I'm just I'm just blown away by um, which we know that our our members, our tribe is such hardworking people, and they are about their health too. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it it's really just really satisfying to see those mm-hmm. results, and to see that it's happening without drugs, without doctors, without surgeries, without you know. All of that. People are doing this with food and some supplementation, and they are solving problems that some of them have dealt with for decades. They, mm-hmm. they, they had a problem. They went to the medical side of things. They were put on a drug. That drug caused another problem. Then they were put on something else, and they've just struggled with these things over the years. And many people don't realize that the new problems they're seeing are probably caused by one of the drugs they're already taking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or they don't understand that they've been on, I, I posted a, another article about this today, uh, uh, PPIs, proton pump inhibitors oh, for yeah. things like heartburn and re- acid reflux. And people that have been on those for long periods of time don't realize that the other health problems they're seeing, mm-hmm. all kinds of things, are because of those proton pump inhibitors mm-hmm. because they wreck digestion. And, and mm-hmm. what do we always focus on first? Always digestion. Always, because if we can't digest the nutrients we're taking, whether it's food or supplements, if our body can't digest them and break them down, then they're worthless. We're just wasting our time and our money. So these drugs destroy digestion. And then, of course, your health is going to deteriorate. And the longer you're on these, the worse it's going to get. Um, So... To see this, to go back and address the root cause of the problem and then see people get these results is just, it's very, very gratifying. So I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just loving this. And I want to talk about one of our clients, my favorite so far. (laughs) Uh, Such a great example because he's 12. And what we tell people all the time is we know this works. We see it over and over and over. There is one major factor. How good will you be at eliminating the foods you need to eliminate and eating the foods you need to be eating? That, that's really the whole key to this thing. When we see people you know, really do the hard work, make the commitment, and get their diet right, then everything else starts to work. And even when it doesn't, if we run into a glitch, we can figure it out. If the diet is right, we can, we can fix everything else. And we know that that's hard. I mean, it really is we, we, for a lot of reasons. And here is a 12-year-old 
who was had, had most of his life has suffered some, you know, he had several issues going on. And, and they've been through doctors, they've been through the typical medical stuff, and things really weren't getting any better, and some were getting worse. And in 30 days, he did the hard work. He got serious about this, changed the way he was eating, and the results have been pretty spectacular. And, you know, he's such a great kid, and he's mm-hmm. excited about it. You can see it, and, you know, you, you can just see we, we had a, a video with him, uh, was it yesterday? I lose track of days. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, you could just see the excitement and his mom's mm-hmm. happy. And it's just so, just so gratifying to see that. But it's also pretty amazing that, that the 12-year-old took such responsibility for this and did the hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He, he really is incredible. And, and he, he then found he wants to keep going naturally and, and do more. There's more he wants to take care of. And they're doing it as a family, which is, is just incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's fun. We, like I say, we, we've got, if you go to the website, letstruck.com, look under the health tab and click on health plans. And you'll see everything from our free assessment to kind of help you just get an idea of where you are and get started all the way up to these kind of one-on-one, which I guess we should call it two-on-one because it's you and I all the yeah. time. Um, these two-on-one programs where we do video conferences with you and we go through we go through your food journal, what kind of things you're eating, what drugs you might be on. Um, we can do some, you know, food testing on these plans. So I, I am, and I have to say, um, like most things that happen in this, in this company, I had very little to do with all the work that goes into putting those plans together. The website, the logistics, all, all that stuff. That's our team and they're amazing. Um, but it's really kind of you and I that administer all these plans. Uh, so I just want to let people know we've, we've got something for everybody. I, I love the way we've put all this together. I really do. And especially when we announced last week with the Health Gauges and the Health Gauges Pro, which the Health Gauges Pro are for our people with Silver Highway. So we can keep going with you if you need us to. Um, I'm getting more and more excited about the Health Gauges, the monthly program, um, mainly because, you know, I'm, all of you guys that filled out the Nature Q, I've got about half of them out, got the other half to do. Um, I'll tell you, Kevin, in, in the first hundred people that submitted, I didn't have on the form to to share your top three health concerns. Um, and then the other 370 that we have now, we, we do have that. And um, so, especially for those people that did the questionnaire and filled it out. So then I see the results and that's what I send them, the graph and, and the client recommendations. Um, and I see them and then I look to see what their top three health concerns. And I'm like, oh my God, it just makes so much sense. I mean, they just, it absolutely confirms what they're saying they already know is their top health concerns. And, um, you know, we, we put a link in there to the health services to have a go look at it because that's our goal with sending that information out to say, Here, here's the results now. Here's what's showing what you might want to, um, because it maps it, you know, what priority of your body system that you, you need some work on. Um, and so then we did the, you know, the health services to say, if you want to focus on those, we're here to help you. And um, I'll tell you what, these, especially today, I want to write a letter to everybody who they can or I'll never get them all out and say, join us. At the very least, come on board with the health 
the health gauges with the webinar we're going to be doing um, just for that education, to get educated on it, to get focused, to know you're here with us and we're here for you. It's not as personal and individual as the highways and the one-on-one, but I hope everybody who gets those Nutri-Qs and especially if their graph is high, look to see what you can do to make that better. And we have, we can work with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Great stuff. So uh, what do you say we get to some calls? That sounds wonderful. All right. Let's get started in Tennessee. Gretchen, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Kim. How are you? Hi, Gretchen. Good. Can you guys, you guys hear me? Yep. Awesome. Okay. Um, I've been, I've been following you since 2007. Really a big fan, and I really, really love what you guys are doing. I'm, I'm so hopeful you can help me. Um, okay. I've hit a wall. I've hit a huge, major wall. I've been um, trying to do the paleo keto diet for about 20 months now, since June of 2015. Um, the first Two months, two and a half months, it went amazing. I cut all grains, all sugars, all starches immediately. It was awesome. I thought, this is the cure. Um, right. And then I hit a wall. And the last 16 months after that, I just, I kind of kind of played around with it a little bit. I, um, I, I went to Whole Foods, and I was getting my vegetables there. Um, trying to get clean, uh, clean meats and clean fats and stuff. Um, did a little bit of biohacking and figured out a couple of little things. But since the first of the year, I I went totally keto, completely. I, I get all of my um, my meats from Slanker. Have you ever heard of them? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I order from yeah. Slanker quite a bit. Well, my husband and I are from Texas, and we're only about three hours from the ranch. We've been out to the ranch twice. It's really a cool place. And it's, oh, cool. it's for real. They yeah, they, it's all real pastured um, chickens and beef and pork, everything. And yeah. so at the beginning of the year, I got supplements from you guys, the HCL, um, the, the capsules, the 700 milligrams. I got the ADP5 or ADB5. Okay, hold, then, hold that thought. Let me get to a break. We'll come right back. We'll talk more about this. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rothberg. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me, and we're talking with Gretchen in Tennessee. Gretchen, go ahead. Okay. Sorry about that. I'm so nervous. 
talked about this. Oh, that's I've been okay. avoiding, you know, trying to. I, I figured I could do this myself. It wasn't going to be any big deal, but it's it's not working. Um, after the first year, we, we I got all clean meats. I have all clean vegetables. Um, I'm doing bone broth with real pastured bones. I even bought extra skin and fat to put in there. So um, I I thought. I've got all the supplements. i got everything I need. I'm going to do a three-day fast and then go on the GAPS protocol and try to clean my system out and get everything right. And what's happened since then has been a total disaster. i put on about 20 pounds. Um, un- uncontrollable. I'm sorry? Yeah, let me... Let, let me jump in and, and say um, I love the fact that you're you're taking control yourself and the results you're getting aren't really that surprising to me. And and you could continue this way and, and eventually you'll probably figure it out. You know, you'll try different things. But but one of the things that I see and I can see this because I have your symptom burden graph in front of me because you filled out the new yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good. Thank good. you. Thank, Thank you. you. So one of the things that I'm seeing on here is one, you're like off the charts in every every mm-hmm. category. But when yeah. when we see that there are adrenal, thyroid, pituitary, when there are issues with the um, endocrine and the hormonal system, we don't want to do things like fasting and detox. It will almost always oh. make the problem worse. Yeah. And and when we see very high scores in those areas, adrenals, pituitary, thyroid, we don't even want to do keto. Keto will make the problem worse. We we really Real. have to. Yeah. Yeah, it really will. And and Kim, I know you've got some other things you want to, to add in here. But just in general, you know, I, I've told people be very, very careful of detoxing. Because most of the time detoxes are done wrong and they make things worse. There, there are some really okay. clear things we need to do before we can detox. And the same with fasting. You know, and I don't want to scare people away from fasting. I mean, give it a try. But if there are, this is why I would really like to see everybody do some sort of assessment, whether it's with us or somebody else. Do one of these assessments, like our NutriQ. There are other ways of doing this, but our tool identifies those problems. Because if we know this ahead of time, then we know you shouldn't be doing keto, you shouldn't be fasting, and you shouldn't be detoxing. Those are three okay. protocols that will make the problems worse. And the, the beauty of the assessment is we can go in and see that and say, no, we're not going to do any of those things till we fix these problems. So, okay. and sometimes in, in these problems, we actually have to do more testing. And I, I don't want, you know, to spend everybody's money on testing, but sometimes we would need a thyroid panel and, and an adrenal panel, a, a hormone screening, so that we know where we should be focusing. Th- this is one of the more complicated areas that we have to deal with. You know, digestion okay. is pretty straightforward. We don't need to do a lot of testing. We can usually fix somebody's digestion pretty quickly. Blood sugar control, if that's the number one problem, we don't need a lot of testing. That one's pretty easy to fix. Anything to do with hormones, adrenals, pituitary, thyroid, 
those start to get more complicated because that that system hormones are so incredibly powerful and we have multiple interactions so it, it gets to the point where we can try doing it without the testing sometimes just play around well let's try this supplement let's try this protocol we'll do it a couple weeks see what our results are that's one way of doing it or we can go in do some more testing and say look this is what we really need to focus on but um, okay. I, yeah so I, I'm not surprised by your results um, I wouldn't worry too much about them we can get you back on track but it, it's really going to take a focus on that area first now we will also you're scoring kind of off the charts on digestion as well and we my always have to, uh, my okay life, I have never had I I was diagnosed with uh, ulcerated colitis back in 1999 um, okay I actually did a, a colonoscopy on me and um, put me on some kind of an IV like I, I had to go to the hospital or whatever that little clinic was in the hospital uh, every month for, and I only did it a couple of months. I lost my health insurance and couldn't do it anymore. So after that, nothing was ever really addressed. I had a doctor tell me to get on Prilosec about eight years ago. And I did Prilosec for a little while. Um, and being a single mother of five, trying to support kids, I couldn't afford that anymore either. But now, I've moved forward. My kids are all grown. Everything's all good in that, that department financially. But it's just, have I messed my body up so bad that there's no coming back? To no, no, I will say no. I, I believe the human body is so amazing that mm -hmm. the only thing we can't come back from is when they start taking parts out, you know, and yeah. even then know how to make those things better. But if somebody's lost their gallbladder, lost their appendix, lost part of their colon, lost, you know, you know, any of the, um, the, the weight loss surgeries, those things make permanent changes. It, we, we can't reverse those. We can improve them. We know how to make it a whole lot better. But I, I believe right. as long as we still have our parts, our body is pretty amazing. It is so regenerative um, that if we give it the right nutrition and we fix digestion and, and then some time that I, I think we can overcome almost anything. So I, I wouldn't worry about whether, you know, you've done too much damage. I don't think so at all. Um, well, so, I, I do want to tell you, I am, I, I have my gallbladder. I have my appendix. I do not have my uterus. I have my ovaries, but I don't and, have and, my uterus. Yeah, and there can there's there's not a lot of really good information about that yet, but we do, and it's because the hormone systems again I've talked about are so complicated that we know that can have an effect. Anything that could potentially change hormone levels, um, but again, even that can be overcome. So I wouldn't worry too much about that. Um, Kim, I know you've okay. got you've done some research into exactly what she's facing right now. Yeah, okay. and Gretchen, I'm, I'm right there with you, hon, because I'm, I'm a year older than you. And um, oh. <laughs> one that I battled, battled my weight all my life, and, and I had found the answer at keto, you know, um, 10 years ago now, right? So long story short, trying to get back to it this past year and stuff, not getting the same results. And I was wanting the same results as I experienced before, and our bodies aren't there. You know, they're, okay. we, that, that's one of the number one thing is, 
is our expectations, you know, um, yeah. we, it's focusing on health and that's what I got to hand it to you because a lot of times when people's expectations, when their results don't match their expectations, they just give up. They just said, you know, why bother? I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I'm just going to do that. No. That never works. <laughs> that never works. So right. I just really hand it to you to just keep going and finding an answer. Um, so, and it does, all it comes back to, and that's what I'm learning too, is adrenals and we're not used to doing things to um, to take care of ourselves and the adrenals and that. And that's why I'm speaking to even the women out there in their 30s, you know, and, and the men out there with your wives in the 30s and that these women, women need to, all of us do, but women especially need to take care of their adrenals because it's going to come into play later down the road when our hormones take such a hit. Um, yeah. With, you know, premenopausal, postmenopausal, all that is going to come into play. So, you know, you're doing the right thing by investing time in learning, um, fine-tuning your diet because there's so much out of our control, and diet is one thing we can control, absolutely. So I still believe in a low-carb diet for that um, just to help the right. insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. But with the nutrient-dense foods, like we talk with the whole, you know, get your carbs from the from your, um, you know, good leafy green vegetables and so forth. And, um, okay. and I I was telling Kevin, I just watched a video on Diet Doctor on this because it speaks to me too. And, and it's just, it's that, you know, honor our body where it's at right now and do whatever it takes just to keep it healthy. The scale is a tool. Um, try not to focus on the weight because if we get the health, then that's going to come. That's going to come. Um, and that's, so, that's where I, I'm struggling really badly is that mm-hmm. because I really very obsessive about my weight. I, you know, mm-hmm. came back into a little bit more background. I was in an accident when I was 14. I was hit by a car and ran over, uh, broke, just tore my body apart. And my father, in his infinite wisdom, took me out of the hospital uh, AMA three days later, and nothing was ever fixed. Let me get to a break. We'll come right back. We're going to continue with this. Stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is with me, and we are working with Gretchen. So, uh, uh, Gretchen, go ahead. You were in the middle of something. Well, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you guys a, a bit of a, I guess, a bird's eye view on, on how weight impacts my body. It, it's not it's not good. I, I was in a terrible accident. I broke my femur, it was never repaired. I've spent 
most of my adult life in and out of surgery trying to fix my legs because my legs are so bad. So anytime I'm carrying extra weight, I end up, you know, practically on crutches. I spent a year off my feet, uh, 2014-2015, trying to fix my left leg. And that's mm-hmm. how I accumulated all the weight. And now it's like I don't even know how to get this off. The more I try to exercise, the more my legs swell up, the worse things get. So I'm I'm really stuck in a, a big pickle here, and I don't, you know, I don't know what to do. So I, <laughs> hello, I'm reaching out. Aww. yeah, that's so frustrating. And um, Kevin, I just have a few more things that you know I had learned too with us and deal with. You know, try to put in my life, and then. Um, I know you'll have some great ideas for her to put in place right away. But um, Christian, it's hard too. I know it's, it's, you know, number one thing is to be patient. Um, it sounds like you would be a person with a good sense of humor. So all those kind of <laughs> things that help the adrenal. I mean, honestly, I know. And, and um, you know, I'm not sure how your sleep is. I mean, these are all kinds of things we really dig into in the highway programs. But, um, you know, how your sleep is, you know, we always put sleep first to focus on that. Um, and it sounds like, you know, it, you know, finding ways to, to fit some exercise and, and resistance training, you know, the, into your life will help down the road. But, um, and that's just all basis of a good, healthy lifestyle, but focusing on taking care of you right now. And then, um, with the diet, I, I know you'll get better. Absolutely. Oh, well, thank you. I really appreciate you guys. time. I talked to Bridget, um, a few minutes ago when I first got online. And um, I'm, I'm hoping you guys can fit me into the gold highway because I, I need I need the help. I need to figure this out. I did have a couple of really quick questions. Sure. And one of them was on uh, the um, the ABB five that I've been taking. Should okay. I should I should I continue to take that or should I just stop everything at this point because my my intestines are out of control. I, I, yeah, no... I, I think I would stop right now. I mean, there's no real harm in doing it other than you, you may just be wasting your money and I don't want to see you do that. It, it, it's probably okay. not interfering with anything, but it's probably not doing any good um, until oh, we. I don't know. I don't know What's because I, I see some major changes with the ABC5. Um, hmm. I've lost okay. my hot oh. flashes. Oh, Oh, okay. Oh, well, then then Um, I take that back. It's not interfering with anything. So I'm not worried about that. And if you're noticing positives, then yeah, absolutely. Keep it up. I just didn't want you taking a bunch of stuff that wasn't doing any good. So it's it's yeah, it's not going to harm anything. And if you're noticing some improvements, then that's good. Does mean that we're 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 getting some digestion going on and you're getting some benefits from those nutrients. Um, so yeah, go ahead and and keep that up then. Um, and if you're going to get in the gold program, then fantastic, because we'll get into this much more in depth. If, if for some reason you weren't going to do the gold program, I was going to kind of give you some things to go research on your own and, um, digestion, we do need to address and we probably have to do gut healing first. Um, so you know, the bone broth is excellent. Keep that up. We have some gut healing supplements and protocols we would probably yeah. work on. And then if you yeah, wanted to I, do some just because you sound like the kind of person that likes to know more and, and get involved yourself, and I love that. 
there are yeah. some really good programs available to help you understand adrenals and thyroid. And, and I would focus okay. on the want to go do some reading or, um, you know, look up the, like protocols on adrenals. Kim mentioned adrenals are lifestyle is a big part of it. Um, nutrition and lifestyle are, are really intertwined when it comes to adrenals and thyroid. But if, if you're going to be in the gold, those are the things we will focus in on and, and work on first. Okay, that would be fabulous because I'm really, like I said, I, I just, I'm so desperate for help on this. I really thought I could biohack my way through this, but it, it just keeps backfiring. At this point, I'm in the middle of really having a bad time after doing that, that gap protocol for, I don't know, three weeks or so. I ran out of the HCL, and, but my stomach has exploded. I mean, literally, I can't. I can't go more than, you know, a couple of hours without stopping the truck and having to use the bathroom. And that's not going to work. Yeah. There's no way yeah, it's no, exactly. work. So clearly we need to work on digestion first, and then it's going to be, I think, adrenals or thyroid or possibly even both, um, Kim. But, you know, like I say, this is obviously one of those more complicated cases. And, um, Kim, you have personal experience with this because this does tend to be women as they get into their later 40s and, and 50s, that the hormones are just a wreck sometimes. And mm -hmm. we have to get that right before anything else is going to work. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's, it's been a huge lesson for me to be patient because I'm, I'm not patient with that. I went and it's, it's been a huge lesson in my body. It's just incredible, yeah. but we, our bodies are, are so incredible. And, um, Women, and I know men deal with this too, because we've, we've work, we're working with men that have adrenal issues, you know, just because of everyday stress and that. Right. And we just have to put ourselves first and because our body's going to react back to us if we don't. Yep. Good stuff. All right. Let's, uh, let's get to another call. Let's go to Georgia. Troy, welcome to the program. Yes. Hello, Kevin and Kim. Hi, Troy. Hey there. Hi. I had hyperthyroidism back in 1995 and I've been trying to do keto slash paleo and I feel great but I only really wanted to lose about 10 pounds but I just I don't lose any weight and I was wondering if it had anything to do with the thyroid issue and I do take uh, level thyroxin 50 micrograms a day okay I was just kind of wondering if that had anything to do with it. I think it probably does. I, I think the odds are extremely high that the thyroid is the problem. And thyroid is, this is another tricky one. And I mentioned adrenals, thyroid, pituitary, because those are the systems that are all regulated by hormones. And these hormones are just incredibly complicated. There are some thyroid cases, for example, that respond very well to some iodine supplementation. There are other okay. thyroid that that kind of supplementation will make everything worse. And there's there's very little understanding. Again, I hate to keep bashing the medical community, but I can't help it. They're they're just not getting this stuff. Right. They take this one size approach fits all. 
and, and, and it doesn't work. And we see many times the medications people are giving given for thyroid conditions make things worse. Right. So what you, what you may need to do, and again, like the last call, we can play around a little bit, biohack, try to tweak a couple things, see if we can, you know, come up with a combination that works or you can, and the reason I say, or, and I don't go right to this first because this costs money, you would go have a thyroid panel done from that thyroid okay. panel then we could say, yeah, the, the medication you're taking is probably making things worse. The thyroid is one of those, if it's a little too overactive, it causes all kinds of problems. And if it's a little underactive, it causes problems. And sometimes you see somebody with an overactive thyroid, they take a medication and they end up with an underactive thyroid or vice versa. And, and that's why... Okay. Medications just aren't the answer. You've got to get right. the diet right, and then that that organ and that system will fix itself. It, you know, it will reach what's called homeostasis. Our body will always try to bring itself back to normal. And the problem is all of our drugs block those systems. So, you know, they'll, they'll, like I say, you have a hyperactive thyroid, and they'll take a drug and block what's creating that, but there's no control over that. So you end up with an underactive thyroid. And then we have a new set of problems. But if we get it right, right with nutrition and lifestyle, then we can bring it back to, to a, a level that it should be. So I clearly think if you are doing keto and you're feeling better, but you're not losing weight, I, I, thyroid, because you know you've had the problem and you're on that medication, it'd certainly be where I would target first. So again, you could go look up some protocols and do some reading on natural thyroid remedies, or if you wanted our help, you could get into our uh, gold or silver highway program and we can help you with that. Kim, we're all out of time again. That went fast. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Be safe, be profitable, be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Texas, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. This is Destination Health. My co-host is Kim Cockerham, and this is the show where we take your calls and answer your questions about everything health. We can talk about food, nutrition, diet, lifestyle, training, exercise, injury, disease, drugs, you name it. We'll tackle it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We have been lied to for decades, and it's killing us. 
when it comes to health and nutrition and drugs, most of what we've been told and what we know is just plain wrong. Kim and I are here to shed some light on how you can master your journey to health. We're going to get to some calls and questions here in a little bit. Kim, welcome back. Hi, glad to be here, Kevin. Favorite place. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we get so many questions. Um, we never get to them all. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, there are so many topics that I want to talk about and you want to talk about. And, you know, you're doing reading and research. And uh, speaking of reading and research, how are your studies going? They're good. They're good. We're back at it again and um, excited. So, um, like we always tell, we encourage people to look at this program, just the, the amount you will learn about this body that we've been <laughs> in all our lives. Um, everybody needs to go learn about it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, along those lines, you are in the NTC program. You're going to be, when are mm -hmm. you finishing up? When, when are your finals? Um, my finals is, happens to be the week before Brittany's wedding, when we're out there. <laughs> so it will be uh, the end of May. Okay. So Interesting. I'll be ready for a party. I'll be ready for a party once we get out there. So. That's right. And um, we have two more very close mm. members um, start, maybe more, uh, two that mm -hmm. I'm thinking of now. Um, it, Rebecca's starting her classes this month, isn't she? Yes. Yes, I think next week. Next week. And we have, um, there's a couple uh, husband wife that are doing it as well. Um, and in my class right now, I have, you know, James, a fellow driver, and then um, Tammy, who's a, the wife of a driver. Um, that he had encouraged her to take it because he's on the road. And I am just so grateful to be in class with those two. They're phenomenal. So it's exciting. And I, I just found out yesterday, uh, he's been working very hard towards it. He, he applied and got a scholarship and had to go find some other funds. But my son, Michael's starting next week, too. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah. He's doing the, the NTP. So uh, it's fantastic. I mean, it, it's, you know, seeing people go through this, you know, if nothing else, if you go through it for your own benefit mm -hmm. or, or just yours and people around you and friends and family, but it's wonderful to see our tribe doing it and, and just to have that many more people that, that have these skills and this knowledge is just exciting. It sure is. It sure is. Uh, I don't really have anything, um, nothing major. I might jump in later with a couple things. Anything you want to start with today? Um, nope. I just want to remember at the end, uh, steer people to uh, the nature queue. So remind me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll do well, Let's steer them there now. We'll do it again at the end. You know, we, we talked a lot on the last show about all the new programs we're creating around health. And, and just like we've always done in trucking, we want to make sure we have something for everybody, no matter what level of knowledge you're at or what your budget might be. We want to make sure we can at least get somebody started on the process. Uh, maybe they're not ready to make a commitment in time and money right now, but they want something they can work on on their own. So it, at, at the very beginning of the process, we have a, the free NutriQ assessment that we do. And that uses our tool online where we send somebody a link, they go fill out this questionnaire, and it, it asks a lot about you know, some lifestyle stuff and symptoms they're facing. And then we run that through our system and it creates a list of priorities. 
of the of the systems in your body, what do you need to work on first? Is it digestion? Is it blood sugar control? Is it adrenals? Is it your immune system? Is it cardiovascular? Uh, it, it's such an amazing tool. And the more we use it, the more we find out how accurate it really is. You know, you'll see mm-hmm. somebody they'll say, oh, I'm feeling like this and this. And you'll think, okay, certainly sounds like they have some blood sugar issues. And sure enough, they take the assessment. We see what the blood sugar issues are. And, and on the free program, we can make some recommendations as far as um, what to do to get started to fix those things. And this is kind of the do-it-yourself program. You know, we'll, we'll show you what the priority should be, what you should be working on first. And we'll give you some ideas on, on ways to get started on that, some supplements you might take. And I encourage people, if you want to do this yourself, absolutely, give it a shot. There's, there's information you can go read about these different things. You know, you've got to be a little careful, but if you're fairly good at reading and doing a little research and we say, you know, here's a, you know, your number one priority is blood sugar. Here are a couple supplements that are going to help. We even have a protocol for that one. So, you know, we can even point you to a protocol and show you some ways. Um, but I encourage people, if you want to just jump into this and start it on your own, absolutely. You know, you may not get it exactly right. Um, Occasionally, some things might even get worse, but you're not going to do any real damage here. You know what I mean? Try it. I I, I encourage people to try things on their own because you're going to learn. And maybe you try it. Maybe you go, oh, you know, this is a little complicated or I'm not getting it right away. Then we have programs we can help you. But but I highly encourage everybody, jump in. I mean, get involved in, in your own health and take control. Yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, so what I've sent people is that, that symptom burden graph. And so they can get, like you said, go research and see, you know, if it says it's digestion, go, because you might zero in on something and say, oh, I've been doing that in my life. And it's, that's why this is happening. So you stop doing that. And, um, and then a lot of the people get also the client recommendations, like you mentioned, which are just the supplements to support and they list them in order. Um, So if you want to just, you know, hit the top couple to address the, you know, tie it together to your symptom burden graph and go there. But we always, always across the board, no matter what, any of those said, you know, we, we recommend starting with the diet that we talk about, you know, the diet, what you eat, whole foods and that just in general. So don't get these results and go grab supplements. If you're not gonna look at your diet, look hard at your diet and see what you're, see what you're doing there. And we'd love to work with, you know, you send, I send this stuff out and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, we would love to spend time with absolutely everybody, but we can't. So that's why we did the services to find a way to be with people at every single level. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. So with that, let's go ahead and get to some phone calls. Let's start off in Iowa. Karen, welcome to the program. Hi guys. Hi Karen. A lot of the time. You sound really down in the dumps, Kim. Come on. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. I was typing in there slowly. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Hi. Um, a lot of drivers say that they don't have time to cook on the truck. It's hard to find the grass-fed meat. And they just have a hard time finding the stuff that they need to for the keto and the paleo. 
Well, I found the greatest machine, and it's called a pressure cooker, and it's an electrical one. You can can food while you're on the truck. You can cook a meal in less than a half an hour. You can make yo- uh, your yogurt in it. My, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, my most used appliance in the kitchen is a pressure cooker, and I have a couple. And um, the one I recommend in the truck is what's called the Instant Pot. And that it's probably the one you're talking about because that's the one that has the yogurt setting and all kinds of things. I even talked about, you know, instead of taking 36 hours to make bone broth, I now do all of my bone broth in that pressure cooker, the Instant Pot, and it takes me three hours instead of 36. And it actually comes right. out better. Um, so right. I am with you on this. And then they can this. can their stuff. I mean, they can cook their meat, and they can clean it and put it. Yeah. I mean, that way they've got it uh, two weeks down the road. They can grab a can of grass-fed beef junk, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, it, you're right. It's uh, it's a great tool, and I've been using a pressure cooker for years now. Um, but the instant pot is a slow cooker, a rice cooker, a pressure cooker. It has a yogurt setting. It'll sear. Um, just a, it really uh, a great tool for the truck. Do you have one of those, Kim? I do not yet. I do not. Um, it's on my list to get one. We um, yeah. We actually go the slower route. We've been smoking a lot lately, but yeah, I want to oh, that's yeah, that's that's good too. That's definitely one of my favorites. Um, let me get to a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about that. We'll get to more of your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. Kim, you know, I, I talk a lot about the the change that I made in the way that I eat meat um, in that I used to tend to go for the leaner cuts, the steaks and, and mm-hmm. things like that. Now I go for the fattier cuts, the ribs, the fattier roasts, shanks, things like that. And because of that, by far, the two best ways to cook those kinds of cuts are either really slow, like a slow cooker, or pressure. Pressure cooking gives you the same results as slow cooking. It just does it a whole lot faster. But you, so if, like yesterday, um, we were pretty busy. Aaron's in town, and, and we've got a bunch of big projects we're working on, and there's all kinds of stuff going on. And I hadn't really pre-planned anything. And I was sitting there kind of racking my brain, what am I going to make? And I thought, oh, you know what? I have um, 
a freezer full of grass-fed meat, and I took a roast, and it was a chuck roast, a cheap, you know, fatty cut, but it's frozen, solid, and I want a meal, you know, in a couple hours, but I take it completely frozen and put it into the pressure cooker, and in two hours in the pressure cooker from frozen, it is fall apart like shredded beef which is the way I like to That's cook those because awesome. then, mm-hmm. you know, I do all kinds of things with them after that. But from frozen to pull apart, tender, falling off, you know, just, just shredded. And, and I also, when I put it in the pressure cooker, the liquid that I always put in my own bone broth. So you get that real deep mm, bone broth. Yeah. And, and then it, it's a whole roast. I mean, from that, you know, and you and I have talked a lot about component cooking. So now I have this shredded beef. You know, I can make a frittata with that. I can make quesadillas with that. I could make, I could put it on top of a salad. I could throw that in and make some chili. So, you know, one, one time to cook from frozen in two hours. And I have enough meat now for probably three or four different dishes. Yeah, that's awesome. And... I also restrain the bone broth out of there, and mm-hmm. now it's a bone and a meat broth. And there, there are different reasons to make bone broth and meat broth. They're different nutrients. So this is kind of a combo, and didn't take me any extra work. So th- those are the kind of things. And you know, you had mentioned our our uh, all of our different programs, and we have one of them where. You know, it's more of a group thing rather than a one-on-one. We're going to do webinars every month, and it's a little cheaper. You're, you're not necessarily going to get one-on-one time. You're going to get webinar time with us, and you'll be able to ask questions. And those are the kind of things we'll talk about. We're going to help with, you know, recipes and cooking techniques and, and the ways to do these things that just, you know, it, the first time I looked at a bone broth recipe, and I like mm-hmm. to cook. I mean, that's what I do. I'm in the kitchen constantly. The first time I looked at a bone broth recipe and it said 36 hours, I said, you're out of your yeah. mind. I'm not doing yeah. it. It seems complicated because you're thinking if it's 36 hours, it must be complicated. But it's not. You throw the stuff in a pot and you forget about it. But w- w- you know, once you learn these things and you have somebody show them and you see them, that, I'm excited about the webinars because we can do video and you know, demonstrations. And those are the kind of things we want to help people with. There's lots of advice out there about paleo and keto, but we want to help people learn how to do it on the road, which is a whole different world. Mm-hmm. And look at, we have all these people that, you know, are out there doing it and sharing and then we can just be the vehicle to, to spread it even more. So we appreciate everybody sharing this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's go to Colorado. Jr. Welcome to the program. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kim. How you guys doing? Love you both. You guys are great. Thanks, Thank Jr. <laughs> hey, um, I I I've talked to you a few times, Kevin and Kim. You came in a little bit later, but I've been a keto about six months after you were, Kevin. And uh, okay. really haven't done anything other than that. Haven't been doing any supplements. I lost like 48, 50 pounds the first six weeks. Oh. It was great. And awesome. um, I've been doing great ever since then. But now, you know, I called you when I got a little sick, a little bit of a head cold. It did a couple nights of NyQuil to get me through it. And I came out after about four days. You know, body did what it was supposed to do. But this last week, I had another problem that cropped up. 
whenever I get the flu or something like that, usually it starts in my back. My lower back goes to aching. I can hardly move. And then it moves up into my shoulder blades. And from there, it goes downhill, you know, the, the stomach problems, the whatever else, the crap in the lungs. But yeah. about a week ago, I got up. I could barely move. My back was sore. And it was like, well, I wasn't up on the house roof, and i just been driving the truck, and I didn't do anything more than crawl in the back of the trailer and pick up a couple of things. So I didn't – I could see pulling a muscle, but this wasn't a pulled muscle. This was an ache. And then two days later, it was up into my shoulder blades, and I could literally touch my skin, and it would hurt. So I'd corner and just – I like pain, so I'd rub the hell out of it. No lactic yeah. acid. It was just – and then it hit me. You're sick, dude. You just don't know it. And I'm just right. thinking, is that my body's way of telling me, hey, dummy, you're sick? Or is this a deficiency I should be looking at? Or I'm getting ready to, um, you know, get in and maybe do a blood test and do all that. Or should I get on there and do that program with you guys and, and look at that to see if I'm doing something? I take, uh, I eat pretty much uh, keto paleo. And I do drink a little beer every now and then. But we know where that goes. And yeah. um other than that, I just, I don't know if, 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 you know, like I said, it's kind of like a cold, you know, if you, if you treated it last a week and if you don't last seven days. So my, my shoulder <laughs> blades pretty well cleared up. My back's still a little painful, but not too bad. I can move now. And I'm just wondering, is, is there any way to, you know, is that normal? <laughs> is that just me? It, no, it can be. And, and this is an interesting call. And I've experienced some of this as well. And I think I figured out what's going on. And it's interesting that you have that that little tell that you know when you're getting sick and it almost always starts the same way. And I had that too. Mine would always be a really raw throat. If I if Once that started, it was just like, oh, here we go. Um, the interesting thing is now I may get that once in a while. I may feel that raw throat and the first couple times it happened. I start to panic because like, oh my God, I, I know what's coming. The interesting thing now though, is it never really progresses and I don't end up getting sick. And it happened yeah. enough times that I thought, all right, what's going on? And it was almost always be after somebody I had been around had been horribly sick. And, but it never progressed. And I thought, here's what I think's happening. I think all the work I've done in the last two years has strengthened my immune system to where it is supposed to be. So I have a nice, strong immune system. It doesn't mean the virus isn't there and I'm not going to get the virus. And that sore throat is probably the indication that, yep, I've been exposed to the virus. It's starting to do its thing. But my immune system rallies, wipes it out, and it never progresses past that. And, and that may be what you're experiencing. You, you have been exposed well, to a, a virus, and it's starting to do its thing, and your immune system does its job that may be all that's going on. And that would be a good thing. Anytime we have pain though, pain is inflammation. So, right. you know, if you wanted to do the gold highway program with us, the, the assessment would probably identify, and I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a prediction here, Kim, and we'll see if I'm right. Cause mm -hmm. we talked earlier about, you know, kind of talking to somebody, knowing what they're dealing with. Then let's see if, if I were to be right, if you were to take the NutriQ assessment, I'm going to guess that you would score high on fatty acid balance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, I, 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 I don't think I, you've I, taken that you. yet. I'll trade, I'll trade you. I'll trade. I'll trade you symptoms. I'd rather have a scratchy throat than not be able to put my pants on in the morning. I'll tell I, you. Oh, I. Jeez. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, and, and like I say, okay, well, it, it getting... sounds to me like your immune system might be kicking in and keeping you from getting worse. But there's also like we know the pain is there. So there's inflammation. So we could address that and we may be able to really alleviate that symptom when it happens. Oh, OK. Well, yeah, I'll uh, I'll jump on there and do that. And uh let you know who I am and all that, and maybe start tracking that a little bit. Uh, one other question for you, real quick one. Um, right now, I'm on the coconut um, carry butter thing in my coffee every morning, so I know how much I go through when I need to stop at Walmart or wherever to get that. If I switch over to your, uh, uh, oh, I saw you making your bulletproof coffee the other day on the, on Facebook with that uh, couple of capsules of stuff and that. Yeah, and that light stuff, that brain power, and that, that or whatever brain octane and the and the uh, light. If I go yeah. to those two things and order them from you, how long will those last in a truck before they have to be replenished? Because I'm usually out six to eight weeks at a time before I'm back home. Yeah. So the, the good news is, the good news is we can just absolutely calculate it. So if if you buy you know a 12 ounce bottle and you put a half an ounce in of brain octane then that bottle's going to last you 24 days if you put in a full ounce going to last oh, you 12 okay. days the same with the light balance the, the light mm -hmm. balance bottle that we have is 64 capfuls and i put a capful in a cup every day and i drink two cups so that bottle lasts me exactly 32 days so, it, you know, based on, oh, okay. on your preference, we could tell you, we could calculate it, and then you can order as much as you need to get you through that time. You can even put it on a subscription. So we'll just automatically send you a bottle every 30 days if that's how you want to do it. So we'll, uh, I'm going to get to a break. I'll come back make sure that answered your question, and we'll get to more of your calls. Right after this, I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're going to get right back to the calls. This Destination Health. Kim is here with me. We were talking with JR in Colorado. JR, does that help? Yeah, yeah, that, that helps out quite a bit. And I'll, I'll order a couple of bottles and get on that. And uh, I'm also the nut that uh, called you back when I used to throw a couple of iOmega-3 eggs into my 24-ounce uh, Nutri-Blender and blend it all up. You both had a good laugh over that. And believe it or not, at Kroger one time, I actually found, I think, 640 uh, milligrams of I omega-3 in an egg. That, uh, I, was, I was really surprised. But, that, um, that is actually, um, is that egg that you've got, I've had those, by the way. I, I look for those when I can find them. That is, those right. are specially contracted for the Kroger chain, which... You can look up. There are some other names that that those stores are operated under in different parts of the country. But yeah, when when I'm out traveling, because when I'm home, I eat local organic, you know, eggs right from my neighbor. But when I travel, yeah. um, 
that's usually the egg that I look for because it's so high in omega-3. Oh, okay. All right. Well, now, with this brain octane and getting away from the uh, the coconut oil and things like that, other than having it at home for other things, um, am I going to really uh, have a different flavor? Because what I do, I do a 24-ounce cup. I mix it all up for 24 ounces. That covers me till about noon or 1 in the afternoon. And then if I'm still hungry, I need some protein. I usually do that at 3. Is this going to really change the taste other than I'm going to have a more coffee taste now because I do some throw some dark cocoa powder in there along with my eggs and uh, – uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the difference. I, I'll tell you the difference. The light balance really makes the whole cup taste better, and and mostly because it's salt. It, it it's three different kinds of salt. It's sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and those are all salts. So and salt enhances uh -huh. flavor. So you, you get that yeah. little deeper flavor because of the salt. The switch from coconut oil to brain octane does change the taste because the coconut oil tastes like coconut. The brain octane has no taste whatsoever. So when I make a cup with coconut oil, I can get that little hint of coconut. And when I make it with brain octane, you just don't get that. Oh, okay. Well, I usually buy the coconut oil that I look at the ingredient level and I buy the cheapest one at Walmart at the time. So sometimes I get a great big jar. Sometimes I get a couple of smaller ones. It just depends on yeah. what's on sale, you know. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> so the brain I've, I've had it without a, a strong coconut taste, so it doesn't matter to me on that. Yeah, and that's what that's going to be. The brain octane is just completely neutral. It has no taste whatsoever. I've used it to make mayonnaise. That's crazy mayonnaise. Um, talk about energy from mayonnaise. Um, I, I've used it to make salad dressings. The interesting thing about the brain octane, it, it is the single type of fat that our body can turn to ketones the quickest. So I, I have measured this every single time and, and nothing else will produce ketones faster than the brain octane. Now, I don't do the exogenous ketones. That may work better, but I, I don't like that idea. I want my body to produce the ketones, and that's what the brain octane does. It just converts to ketones really fast. Um, so I, I like the brain octane a lot. Like I say, I make, put it in my coffee every day. I make mayonnaise with it. I make salad dressings with it. I'll, I'll um, pour it into my fat bombs when I make a, a fat bomb recipe. Uh, let's go to Kentucky. Susan, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? Um, actually, I wanted to talk to Kim. <laughs> oh, well, hey. What can I help Hi, you with? Kim. It's, it's Susan. Um, we went over the uh, blood sugars, and I'm just trying to find out the best times of the day or you know, my drive time since I drive from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m., uh, when I should be actually testing my sugars. Um, I'll tell you what I do. And, Kevin, I know you probably have some um, to add to this, too. Um, I do before – so I do first thing in the morning. So after fasting, mm -hmm. I do a fasting one. I do before each meal and then one to two okay. hours after each meal. So um, one hour? 
I do one to two. I usually forget and I look and it's two hours past. So that's where I think Kevin and I have have some ideas there. And you know, try it. Do do both. Do one, two, and three. You know, to to just, I kind of get addicted to it. Like, I want to see what it is. Um, Right. When I get up, yeah, when I get up as a fast, before each meal, one to two hours after a meal, um, I do it before I work out, too. I'm kind of seeing where that is with that and after. And then um, before bed. So it gives me a really good snapshot. Hey, Kim, speak. And then I also, you don't have to do that forever. You know, oh. that's a real focused kind of thing right now for me. Uh-huh. That Kim, Cause I haven't done this yet. I, I'm going to try this. Um, the idea, it, blood sugar and exercise, definitely there's an impact there because what happens And when I read this the other day, I thought, well, that makes sense. I have to test this. So if our body is full of glycogen, if our glycogen store is totally filled up, and we eat more sugar, the body has a hard mm-hmm. time moving that sugar into the cells because they're already full. Um, so the idea behind exercise is, is with exercise, you would c- quickly deplete that glycogen store and use it as energy. And then if you were to eat a higher carb meal, it's easy to get it out of the bloodstream. So a, a meal after exercise may not raise your blood sugar as much as a meal that you ate without the exercise. I thought that was really interesting. Have you, have you tested mm-hmm. enough to notice any of that? I'm well, I, and I didn't do it like, af- I do like after the workout, not after the workout, then eating. Um, okay. After my workout, mine is lower. And I guess Susan, what it is is to say, when you're testing your blood sugar, you're doing it for a reason. You're, you're doing it to say, okay, um, after fasted, what does that, how did that affect my sugar? Um, you know, where mm-hmm. I'm at before I eat and then what I eat. And then you're testing after to say, what did I eat and how did that affect my sugar? Um, and that's what you're doing. You're kind of, you know, it really gets kind of fun. And what it's hilarious, Kevin, because I, you know, I hadn't been testing my blood sugar. I, when I did have keto strips, I was testing my blood um, ketones. Um, so I was, you know, that takes more blood. I'm finally realizing you don't need a lot of blood tricks <laughs> to test right. your blood sugar. <laughs> so that's right. why it's not so bad, you know, to test it more often. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just kind of fascinating. So. Yeah. And then so, that, just, so one quick, sorry. <laughs> go ahead. I, I wanted to find out, I know, I think Kevin said something about certain ones run higher than others. The, um, the test meters, I guess it would be. Yeah, the most accurate from my testing, and um, I read mm-hmm. Jimmy Moore and somebody, I've read like two or three different people, maybe it was Dr. X and a couple other people, um, the Precision Extra seems to be um, one of the more accurate meters. And almost every meter I've tested against the Precision Extra, almost all of the others read higher than this one does. This one always seems to be the lowest reading for me. And, and the weird thing is I can test it against another meter and once in a while they will test almost identical. And then the next time the other meter will be 15 points higher. So it's not even wow. always. Consistent. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So um, here's the thing. I don't care what meter you have. And I don't even necessarily mm-hmm. care if it's accurate. It's almost like my explanation of the scan gauge for, for fuel mileage. We know the scan gauge isn't reading your real fuel mileage because it's just a calculation out of the ECM. 
but I use the scan gauge to know what makes things better and what makes things worse. So even though my scan gauge isn't giving me the real fuel mileage, if I change gears and my fuel mileage improves, I don't care that it's accurate. I just learned something that improves my fuel mileage. Mm -hmm. These meters are the same way. Sure, I'd like to have one that's as accurate as possible, but if you have another meter and it's not accurate, but it will still tell you what raises your blood sugar and what, what doesn't. So even an okay. inaccurate meter is still valuable. So, it, you know, if you're going to buy one, I would buy the Precision Extra. It's not any more expensive. Um, and, and it works good and it's easy to get strips for. And it does seem to be really accurate. Okay, so the, uh, the I guess since the ketosis meter doesn't test blood right it just uh, the ketonics ketonics uh, the, the ketonics measures breath. right now the 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 uh, glucose meter i just told you about the precision extra mm -hmm. will do blood glucose it will also do blood ketones that's the other reason i like this meter it's the only one i found that does oh. both you just buy different strips oh, okay yeah oh awesome okay so the ketonics doesn't measure the sugar it just does the ketones just that's right. Yeah, just ketones. Okay. All right. Well, I will definitely look into that other one. And Kim, I will get back to you with my sugar levels better when okay. I get uh, more accurate okay. on it. All right. Thank Sounds you. Great. Thanks. You're right. welcome. Thanks. Bob. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Kim, uh, that was a good topic. When I come back, I want to talk a mm -hmm. little bit more about that. So stick around. We'll be right back with more stuff. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. Uh, Kim, you know, the, the blood testing issue is really interesting, and I want to get more people doing this. Whether you're diabetic, pre-diabetic, never had a blood sugar issue at all, I really think this is good information. And the interesting thing is I have talked to dozens, if not a hundred people who are diabetic, and they they are testing their blood sugar because their doctor told them to. And I'll ask them, what, what did they explain to you? What, why do, most people don't know why they're testing their blood sugar or they're only mm -hmm. testing mm -hmm. it to know how much medication to take. The doctors never told them about testing to know how food affects your blood sugar. That to me is the whole point. I, yeah. But all they're really telling people is test so you know how much medication to take. Why not test to find out what kind of stuff spikes your blood sugar and stop eating that stuff? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. 
and it's really an easy and it's you'll get fascinated by doing it you know and it's it's just a really cool thing to get instant feedback on your body on how certain things are uh, you know affecting your your sugar it's just yeah. Wonderful. So, you know, you mentioned, you know, doing it fasting first thing in the morning. That's absolutely, we get our baseline that way. You talked about right before you eat a meal, take it so we know where you are before you eat. And then an hour after and a, a really good experiment. You're not going to do this all the time, but you may do it once in a while. Check your blood sugar right before you eat. And right then, set an alarm. I do it on my phone because it's so easy to tell Siri. Yeah. Set an alarm That's one right. hour, set an alarm for two hours, set an alarm for three hours. So I set all my alarms right then when I do the first <laughs> reading, because I'd be like you, I'd forget. So right when I sit down to do my first reading, I set three alarms on my phone, one hour, two hours, three hours. Then I go eat a meal. And and I, I'm not big on weighing and writing down a measure, but you know, get a pretty good idea of what's in the mm -hmm. meal you're about to and then see how it affects your blood sugar. What we would like to see is that the meal you eat does not spike your blood sugar over 140. Because no matter how good your blood sugar control is, if I sit down and eat a meal with 130 grams of carbohydrates in it, my blood sugar is going to go up past 180. It, it, it has to. You put that much blood sugar or that much sugar or carbohydrates in your body, it's going to spike. So this is where we learn what kinds of things can we eat, and that target number is eat a meal that does not spike your blood sugar above 140. Because anytime we're above 140, that's when th there's actually damage being done. Now, obviously, one time or 10 times, you're not going to notice the damage, but we do it year after year, decade after decade, um, because we don't know this. So see, you know, how this food is affecting. Now, let's say that I eat a meal and I do this all the time. Let's say I eat a meal and it goes up to 132. Perfect. I didn't spike over 140. Now, an hour later, I want to check. So at one hour, I'm at 132. So good. I passed the first test. I know this is a good meal for me to eat for my blood sugar. At two hours, I would like to see it lower than 132, not higher. If it comes back higher than 132, that's an indication that we're starting to have some blood sugar control issues. Now, on the third hour, what I would like to see is I would like to see it really close to that baseline of before I ate. And if those three things happen, if I eat a meal, it doesn't go above 140, at two hours, it's lower than it was at one hour. And at three hours, it's very close to my baseline. That is perfect. That, that's exactly mm -hmm. what we would be looking for. So, and then one of the tests I've seen is do exactly what we just described, but the only thing you're going to eat is a good-sized baked potato. And, and don't put any fat on it. You know, you can put salt and pepper if you needed a little bit of moisture, you could put broth or something. You don't want to put a lot of fat on there. You don't want something that's going to slow down the digestion for this test. And because white potatoes, baked potatoes are so high in carbs, this is a good test of how well your body could handle a bunch of blood sugar. 
So you're probably going to see it spike over 140 with this. And that's okay, because this isn't a food we would eat all the time, and this is why. Because it will spike your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. But then we want to see, you know, is your body handling it well? You know, if it spikes to, say, 150, 160, okay, then this isn't a food we should be eating. But in two hours, if it's down to 130, well, that's a good sign. And in three hours, if it's almost back to normal, that means we just have a really good blood sugar control system. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Fascinating. Absolutely it is fascinating. fascinating. And, 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 you know, the crazy thing is we have millions of diabetics and doctors never explain any of this stuff to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can do this Get yourself. That's, yeah. 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 All right. So um, I just want to let everybody on the call know, I, I, uh, Kim, I, I know you may be busy, but if you can uh, hang out today, we'll do another hour if you want. Oh, sure. That sounds great. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, we're just about done on this hour, and we still have tons of calls. Let's get back to them and knock out a couple. Let's go to Indiana. Steve, welcome to the program. How are you doing, Kevin? Good. Can we help you with today? Yeah, that was an awesome piece of information you gave on blood sugar. That was great. I really enjoyed that one. Good. Uh, my question is, I got, uh, I, I started the keto a couple months ago. I've lost about 10 pounds and uh, I'm kind of stalled because uh, basically I just like to, uh, I found out that I could eat more, you know, <laughs> different foods. So I started doing it. But anyway, uh, I'm not hurting. Uh, my pro- my uh, question is, I've got a uh, enlarged prostate. Should I stop taking supplements for it? Uh I just take a, a, a herb like a saw pomato or something like that. Uh, should I just let it go and uh, and trust entirely into my diet or what? Um, I would uh, in the beginning. And then we may recommend a supplement, but we would use something other than what you're able to buy at the local health food store. Um, saw palmetto is good for prostate. Most of the consumer versions of saw palmetto are not very well absorbed by the body. Um, But I I am still a believer that if we get the right nutrition and we have good digestion, we we can fix most of this without supplements at all. So if you are committed to a good, clean diet and you work on digestion, which will probably require supplement, I not probably, it will require supplements. It always does. Um, I would do that first. Get your diet clean, work on the digestion, and then see if we see symptom improvements in the prostate. And if we don't, then we do have a really good uh, professional line of uh, a salt palmetto and some other um, herbs that really help with that. But, but I would try doing it with diet and digestion first. Well, it seems like since I went on the keto diet that the uh, the bloodstream is a lot weaker, or the uh, urine stream is a lot weaker than and, when and, I first started. Yeah, and, and let me address that because we, we've addressed it in other areas, but not necessarily this one. One of the dangers on a ketogenic diet is a lack of nutrition. There are it's It's easy to start doing fat and protein 
And if we're not doing good quality fat and protein, and if we're not seeking out some of the other nutrients, we can see some nutrient deficiencies on keto that can make some of these other issues worse. But it's pretty easy to fix. You don't even have to come off keto. Um, Kim, you mentioned this earlier, I think it was with Susan, that you would still like her to see a lower carb, but we, you have to focus on that nutrient density and make sure every carb counts and that we're eating you know, mm-hmm. better quality. And if we can get organ meats in there, heart and liver, especially beef heart and beef liver, we could stay keto, but we have to make a, a real effort to make sure it's a nutrient dense keto. So that's basically, that's the key there is to get the nutrients. Correct. Yep. Uh, okay. And on another note here, uh, my wife is a, uh, now she, she doesn't go keto. Uh, she's basically uh, into moderation. And uh, she just did the uh, uh, Sones Cleanse Fast. Have you ever heard of that one, the Sones? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, she just came off of that, and, you know, and she's, uh, of course, she felt really good and everything, you know, and she does a lot of exercise, a lot of yogurt, but she's basically into moderation. Now, I've got children, you know, and so I am a firm believer in keto because I, I saw, you know, in fact, I, a friend of mine got me into it, and he, he was in it for about a year and a half, and I noticed that uh, he didn't have a heart attack or anything else. All these, you know, different things that you're supposed to have, you know, eating all this high fat, you know. And uh, so he made a believer out of it. He kept telling me how good he felt, and I I saw that he wasn't gaining any weight or anything. And, yeah, so, you know, I'm 68 years old, so I, you know, I went into Good to you, but I am absolutely out of time. We'll have to try it again next time. I've got to get out of here. Be safe. Be profitable, fit and healthy. Always the hard work and master the journey. All right, everybody, we're going to do a uh, another hour here. We have so many questions still on the line, so let's get to it. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. This is Destination Health. My co-host is Kim Cockerham. And this is the show where we take your calls and answer your questions about everything health, diet, nutrition, lifestyle, disease, medications, you name it, we'll talk about it. We've been lied to for decades when it comes to food and nutrition in our health, and it's killing us. And Kim and I are here to shed some light and help you find your journey to real health. So we're going to get started here on the calls in a little bit. Kim, welcome back. Hi, glad to be here, Kevin. You know, we uh, we had a call at the end of the last show, and one of the things you mentioned was that um, his wife had been doing some things for her health, and she saw some benefits, but but she believed in moderation, and we've heard that a lot, moderation in all things, and you know what? It sounds really reasonable, doesn't it? 
Doesn't that, that 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 makes a lot of sense? If you don't overdo anything, you should be fine, right? Yeah, I used to I used to go with the moderation thing too. <laughs> it was my out. It was my out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I don't do it a lot. I do it in moderation. When it comes to your health and your diet, that's bullshit. Let's just, so I guess it's okay if you only take heroin in moderation, right? I mean, I'm not overdoing it, you know, so that's a really lousy way to approach our health. And it's been used to excuse almost everything. And it's been used in marketing. You know, if they can get, if all the people that want to sell us all the junk food can get us to believe that just eat this in moderation, you'll be fine. You won't be. It, 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 bad food is bad food. It, it, if it's bad for you in, in excess, why would it be good for you in moderation? It's really not. It, it, there, you know, there, there is some belief to the, the, the problem could be in the quantity. Certainly the more of this stuff you consume, the worse you're going to feel. But there is no real good amount of white sugar. It has no nutrient value whatsoever. Your body doesn't need it for anything. It contributes nothing to your health. So there is no level of white sugar that would, would be good for you. Is there a level of white sugar that wouldn't be bad for you? Eh, maybe, but uh, certainly the lower the better, not moderation. There are some things that the less of those things we consume, the healthier we're going to be. Yeah, and you know what? And I used to be another one that bought into the, um, oh, I needed a cheat day, you know? And it's like, why? Why do that? I mean, you can choose, I think what it is like, you know, like the big commercial out for one of the diet programs now is that everything in moderation and you see them sitting talking and she said, I eat chips. I love chips. And I'm thinking, you know, it's, it, I think we're afraid. Sometimes we're afraid to say you can never have certain things. Well, it's not that. I mean, you can say instead, you know, we choose not to have it, choose not to have sugar because we know what it does to us. We, and we can find other things that are just as good and wonderful um, but there's some fear in people to completely say, um, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not going to have a cheat day or not do the moderation thing. But um, trust me, take that step there, change that paradigm of thinking and choose to, to just not go down that route and, and stay healthy, eat healthy. This is the way we eat. This is the way we live. You know, that was so well said. And, and I want to give you an example of that personally for me. When I, um, I wrestled a lot, I've talked about that before. I coached club wrestling for a lot of years. And then when my son reached the age that he was going to be in high school, um, I, I went to be a high school coach. And in Florida, not all states are like this, but in Florida, you don't have to be a teacher to be a coach. So I was able to, I, I was a paid coach don't make a whole lot of money, but, and I actually donated all my salary back to the team, but I I was an official paid high school wrestling coach. Um, And at the time I had put on some pounds and I wasn't in very good condition anymore. And when I coach wrestling, I like to actively get involved, like get right in there with the kids and, and wrestle with them. 
you know, and, and showed them. And so I knew I needed to lose some weight, one, and I needed to get in condition. So I actually did, um, back then I did the Body for Life program. And mm-hmm. the one thing I can tell you about the Body for Life, it's all about moderation. It's about your, mm-hmm. your meal should be an equal amount of carbohydrates, fat, and protein. It wasn't a, an extreme low fat, low calorie. It, it, was, it was definitely a reduced calorie. And it was moderation. And then what they do, because it's a reduced calorie, Sunday or whatever day you pick, one day out of seven was your cheat day. And on your cheat day, you can eat absolutely anything you want and as much of it as you want. And I thought, well, that sounds like fun. You know, it's, it's not, I, I have that day. So here was my experience. Six days of the week, I was miserable because I was hungry all the right. time. Hunger never went away. It, it was almost, I, I almost didn't want to eat the meal because after I ate it, I was just as hungry as I was before I ate it and I had nothing to look forward to for hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, wait, clearly, I lost just as much on that diet as I did on keto. I, I went from about 180 at the time down to about 150. I would. All I could think about all week was my damn cheat day because mm-hmm. I was just, <laughs> I get to my cheat day thinking, okay, I'm going to eat a pizza, a bowl of chili, a rack of ribs, um, ice cream, you name it. I mean, you're, all you think about all week is all this food you're going to eat. Well, you can't. It, you start to eat and pretty soon you're just stuffed and miserable. And then at the end of my cheat day, I'd feel like hell. And, mm-hmm. and, but immediately the next day you go back to being hungry and I'd be looking <laughs> forward to my cheat day again. And then my, <laughs> God, this is just stupid. So yeah. of course ended up not sticking with it and I gained all 30 pounds back plus some. So it clearly worked as far as losing weight, but there was no way I could sustain that. Whereas now, I don't have cheat days. I don't even have cheat meals. I don't have cheat foods because mm-hmm. I don't have to. I am completely satisfied with food. When I'm hungry, I eat. I eat till I'm full. And I can always find something to eat that I really, really want. Whereas, and, and if I want it and it's good food, I eat as much as I want. So I don't have these six days of feeling like I'm depriving myself and I'm crazy all the time. And then a seventh day where I just make myself miserable anyway. I, I, I am so much happier with this. And, and there mm-hmm. is nothing about this diet that says moderation at all. It, this is yeah. almost the opposite. I have things that I absolutely won't eat in any amount. And I have other things I eat as much of it as I want. It's very freeing. Um, you know, I grew up in the diet on again, off again thing to think. And I think that's one of the first things I hope people do when they go to eat healthy display. This is a lifestyle. It's not an on again, off again. So it's a lifestyle and um, it's going to be shifting and learning and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I, I actually, I, I'm glad to walk away from that, the cheat day mentality. Um, it's very, very, um, it's just peaceful. It just really is. It is. I it, it that I I almost became obsessive about food while I was doing that one, mm-hmm. and, and that mm-hmm. 
now food i just enjoy food again but i don't have to think about yeah. it all the time i have yeah. all the food i know i can eat and i can eat as much of them as i want and when i say that i say it because my body tells me when i've had enough i don't say it to to mean that i can eat four pounds of bacon a day because i can't eat four pounds of bacon my body won't let me i don't want to eat four pounds of bacon but what i do know is if i make a BLT or put some bacon on my salad. If I put three pieces on and I still want more, then I just eat more. I don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I kind of cool. <laughs> that I'm going to overeat. Yeah, it's it's very good place to be, uh, and I hope everybody can find their way there. And it's I'm, you know, it's a constant life. It's. Um, that's that's that homeostasis you're trying to get to even as far as you're eating you know that balanced place that balanced place yeah and we're almost out of time so i'll throw one more thing in there that i like in this way i now trust my cravings mm. if i'm craving something salty i trust my body that it needs the salt and i eat it. if i'm oh, craving yeah. A salad, which I tend to do once in a while now, then I trust that craving. When you crave Doritos, don't trust that. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Stick around. Kevin Robinson. back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. And uh, we're, uh, what do you say we just get back to some phone calls? We have all kinds of questions. Yeah, that's great. Let's do that. Let's go to Oklahoma. Michael, welcome to the program. Hello, Kevin. Welcome. What's on your mind today? Well, I just called to Thank you for all you've done for me in my life with the ketogenics. I've uh, lost 135 pounds. Mm. My uh, wow. blood sugar, <laughs> yes. My blood sugar has went from 412 to 85. Wow, uh, wow. I've just had, yes, I've just had real success with it. That is and, uh, fantastic. Yeah, I, and, uh, I was hearing you talk about the Body for Life program. I did that too, except that but one cheat day turned into two cheat days. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a miserable are, program. It was a miserable. Like I said, I got really good results for it when I could stick with it. And I will have to say, on uh, on the other hand, the Body for Life was both nutrition and and exercise, and yeah. it was. Really 
the first time I had been introduced Still to Hyatt interval training. Uh, yeah, Michael, are you with us? Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Michael? Shoot. Sounds like he's there. You know what? I'm going to put him back yeah. on hold see if we can salvage that. Um, Kim, I didn't mention that, but there was an exercise component to the Body for Life as well. And it was the first time I had ever been exposed to high interval intensity training. And that mm. I, I love. So oh, I not not completely. And like I said, it worked. I, I achieved mm -hmm. the results. I just couldn't maintain it. I mean, it, it just made me crazy. He said, you know, one cheat day turned into two for one cheat. For me, one cheat day turned into seven because I just yeah, quit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I hear you. Yeah, Michael had actually, and this, I'm, I'm glad he mentioned this, um, he had written into us at support at, at Let's Truck to share that. And I said, oh, well, you know, will you come on the show and share it. And, I, and Jeff was, my husband was sitting next to me when I was reading his email too. And I'm like, look at the, you know, this result that somebody has had with this. And we just felt the energy, you know, come through in his words. Um, so, and I'll, I'll reach back out to Michael, but we are looking for success stories, you guys, or, you know, what this has done for your life. You know, uh, Kevin's talked before about, you know, we're working on an audiobook, workbook and stuff, and um, Brittany's working so hard out there, and, and she's been asking for this as well. We need success stories. We need to know what this has done for you, for your family, and um, please send us anything. Send it to support at letstruck.com, okay? Absolutely. So, I, that number, it's blood sugar over 400 yeah. down yeah. to 85 totally normal in yeah. fact his blood sugar yeah. if that's fasting number it's better than mine it's incredible that is incredible um <laughs> I, it, and and here's the thing uh, and i may sound like a broken record on this but i want people to understand this the medical community has completely 100 percent failed us on this issue yeah on, yeah, the diet, I mean, what we're... With blood sugar control, the issue... Blood sugar, yep. Mm. yep, totally 100% mm -hmm. failed us because they have led us to believe this is a lifetime disease, can't be cured, mm -hmm. can, only be managed, can only be managed with drugs. It is absolutely 100% false, and here's a perfect example. Somebody yeah. absolutely off the charts with virtually no blood sugar control left whatsoever. When you're over 400, you have no blood sugar control left whatsoever. And that, that is clearly a death sentence. That, that will kill you. It, not only will it kill you, it will make you really, really sick the rest of your life. You are in danger of losing your eyesight, losing your limbs. Mm -hmm. You will assuredly, if you live long enough, you'll end up with Alzheimer's. Um, and so many other problems, the weight gain, you know, obviously this helped him on that as well. He lost over a hundred pounds, but this is an area where I, I want to just get out and scream that the medical mm -hmm. community has completely failed us in this. You know, and it's the big commercial out right now too, as far as pharmaceuticals, um, yeah. having to, you know, the medication out for the A1C and it's just kind of fascinating that as you know, this is, you know, the pre the diabetic, um, pre-diabetic and diabetes and type two is getting bigger and bigger. Then we start seeing the pharmaceuticals come in stronger and stronger. And it's just, and the, they're brilliant marketing. It's, it takes oh. off. They're absolutely brilliant marketing. It's just, you know, with the PS line, you might lose weight while you're on this as well, but it's just, it's just, yeah. 
So I'm glad you brought that up because when I watch these drug commercials, I watch them in a very different way than most people. The one that gets me now is the new class of diabetes drugs. It's not insulin. It stimulates your pancreas to create mm. more insulin. Yep. And they, I love, well, I don't love their marketing on this. It's brilliant. I admire their marketing, but I hate it actually. <laughs> yeah. They, they, mm -hmm this big deal and they keep saying it over and over and over i'm just letting my body do what it does naturally mm, yeah mm -hmm. using insulin that's already in my body there's nothing natural about this whatsoever if you were letting your body do what it did naturally you wouldn't need the damn drug right you're taking right. a drug that artificially stimulates your body mm. to produce more insulin and what other things is it screwing up while it's doing that? But they make it sound so wonderful. I'm doing it the yeah. natural way. I'm using the insulin that's already in my body. Ah, oh, yeah, makes yeah. me a little. <laughs> <laughs> and then we take our blood pressure. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, oh, all right. Let let's uh, let's get back to some phone calls. Let's go to Detroit. Gary, welcome to the program. Well, hi, Kevin and Kim. Hi, Kim. I have, I had, I, I did that MS bicycle ride from Duluth back to Minneapolis. And, awesome. and, uh, I have a gal that I started helping last year and I didn't get all the answer to, cause as soon as I asked a question, uh, I don't know if it was last week, I think it was last Wednesday about, she has cold feet. She gets oh, yeah. really cold in the afternoon mm -hmm. and gets really hot at night. That's one of the deals. And I challenged her to a, a bone broth fast. So we're both doing that. We started it on, she's only four hours behind me. I, I stopped eating at four o'clock on Sunday and she stopped at around eight o'clock. So we're both doing just fine. Um, you know, I talked to her on the phone and stuff, but uh, the main thing we're trying to figure out is how long can we do this bone broth? Uh, deal and I feel great. I just I feel better now actually than when I was actually eating. So that's kind of okay. strange. And and I'm not having any issues. I have bone broth normally at the times that I normally would have eaten. You know I'm not necessarily really hungry, but I'm just throwing nutrition in me, just yeah. So yeah. so I have it. And then uh, and then the, but the main deal is and but she's having troubles with her thyroid. She's gained she she lost over 40 some pounds right away and she's doing great feels great chase you know able to chase her granddaughter around and do everything that she couldn't do for many years but she her belly it's like her inner belly is not going away she doesn't like have fat around the outside it's just like her belly is got pressure from the inside and she's trying to figure out now would this have something to do with the thyroid or is this more to it is it candida or is it just trying to fight, figure this out? Well, we might have two different things going on. You mentioned the, the body temperature issue, which always points us towards thyroid. So if she, the thing there is we almost always have to do a thyroid panel. It's really hard to guess at this one. So a, a thyroid panel and you can do the thyroid panel. You can have a regular medical professional look at it. They will misinterpret it. They're only looking, it's kind of like we talk about trucks and we talk about factory spec. You know, you can be within factory specs and still be all screwed up. 
and that's kind of the way our medical measurements work. They have their own guidelines, and you can be within their guidelines and be all screwed up. We, we know better ways of looking at those numbers. So I would get a thyroid panel done, but I would have it reviewed by somebody outside of the traditional medical community, a, a naturopath, um, preferably somebody who actually works with thyroid issues. We could certainly look at it on one of our programs. So that's one issue. If she truly had body fat that she was still having a hard time losing, that thyroid issue could be part of it. But I'm not sure that that's what she's describing. I almost wonder if she is describing um, bloating. So, it, it, you know, her, her stomach looks bigger, but it's not really fat. It, it's actual bloating. And then that would be a digestive issue. It could be candida. Um, it, it could be poor stomach acid. It could be all kinds she, of things. She, does, she, does, she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a, a gallbladder. She's taken a, a bio salts and stuff. Okay. So we would just have to do a little more questioning to see if this, if, if this is a body fat issue, then the thyroid is what we would focus on. We're going to focus on that anyway. But if we find out that it's more bloating, then we would look at digestion. And my guess is that's probably what's going on. Could be candida, could be SIBO, could be a couple other things. But we, we could identify that again in one of our programs. We will be right back. Stick around. Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. Kim, you know, we were just talking about, uh, and you had mentioned this earlier, I think it was to Susan, about, um, you know, staying on that lower carb diet, um, even with some adrenal issues where sometimes we, we move away from that. But you've been doing some research on this and you've experienced it yourself. So you've got good mm-hmm. firsthand experience that finding ways to stay lower carb because that that really is where we get our best weight loss but really focusing on nutrient density mm-hmm. to support mm-hmm. the adrenals uh which is a really great point and uh, you know I know you're going to continue studying that and that'll be a great resource because that's an issue that uh, we're seeing a lot of women are facing and women in their 40s and 50s and beyond especially so um, I'm, I'm sorry that you're going through it, but in one sense, I'm glad because you'll do the research and you'll have firsthand yeah. experience. We, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but the reason I mentioned that is, is my son, Michael just sent me a picture of one of the twins and you'll never guess what he's eating. Talk about nutrient okay. dense. Um, Michael it's- made, um, sweet potato toasts, which is like, you know, just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm using like a plank of sweet potato, like a piece of toast. And yeah. it's sweet potato toast with liver pate. Oh, wow. Well, I was, as soon as you said that, I had a, you know, instantly a couple, a list of some things that he might have yeah. been feeding them. Um, 
Yeah, I've seen that sweet potato toast too. I mean, I'd love to hear how you'll have to share how he made it. I was actually thinking I heard where they you actually put it in the toaster to to toast that. I've seen that um, before, and I think that's that sounds awesome because I love my sweet potatoes. But yeah. liver pate, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's nutrient density. You know, that is real whole food, and those are all. Um, nutrient dense, very nutrient dense. The liver pate, the sweet potatoes, I mean, that is, it doesn't get a whole lot more nutrient dense than that. Michael says, yeah, you can either, you know, put it, slice them on a, I do my slices long ways on a mandolin. Okay. I've been doing, you know, I almost call it sweet potato lasagna or sweet potato casserole. And I've done done a couple different. So I'll take a mandolin I like to buy, you know, find really big organic sweet potatoes. And I set the, my mandolin on one quarter inch. Um, actually, anywhere between an eighth and a quarter. I, I found that I like the big, thick quarter inch. And I'll, I'll make these big, long planks of sweet potato that are that perfect quarter inch slice on the mandolin. And then I will layer those like lasagna noodles. So I use those planks as the layer in these casseroles or this lasagna. And the first one I tried was a pretty traditional Italian kind of lasagna. You know, a red sauce, mozzarella cheese, ricotta, um, you know, sausage, mushroom, that kind of stuff. But I did one the other day, um, same idea, where I layered the sweet potato slices. But instead of a, 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 an Italian, I did kind of a pulled pork, a smoked pork green mm. chili. So I used like, you know, green hatch chilies and uh, some jalapeno and, and pulled pork. And I used a bone broth kind of for liquid. It, it was, I, I like the Italian version better, but this was a, a nice change. But so okay. same thing here. You can make those those planks of sweet potato and then either put them in the toaster, or just lay them in the oven on a sheet pan. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. I'll that. also take those and pile stuff on top of them, almost like nachos. Oh, huh. See, so you can fun. just have fun yeah, with food again, you know? <laughs> yeah, you can just like pick up a, a plank and eat it, you know, with the topping on each one, almost eating it like right. a chip or nacho kind of thing. Um, you know what? You went, we, we're doing an extra hour today, and you're taking me past my lunch. Now you're talking all this food. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody yeah, else right. out there is probably pretty hungry about now, too. <laughs> well, let's get back to some calls, then. Let's go to Louisiana. Glenn, welcome to the program. Hi, how y'all doing? Hi there. Well, I just wanted to let you know, a few months ago, I went to my doctor. My A1C was 7.2, and she wanted to raise my medication. And I didn't raise my medication. I kept taking it the same, and I changed my diet. And so the other day I had to go take my A1C so that I could renew my DOT physical, and my A1C is now 5.4. Oh, wonderful. Congratulations. Yeah, I, I haven't lost any weight, but I'm not giving up. But I've made some dietary changes, and I'm still working on it. Excellent, excellent. And, and, you know, it's a good, um, even if you're not losing weight yet, one of the things. I'm not giving up. Good, good. One of the things that will block weight loss is insulin. 
And when we have blood sugar control issues, if our A1C is high, it means our body is just cranking out insulin all the time because we're becoming and that's what really, that's why diabetics tend to lose weight. So you have solved one of the weight, which is you're producing a lot less insulin now. We know that because your A1C is lower. If if you keep doing what you're doing and you don't see any weight loss, the next place I would look would be brain thyroid. Well, and, I've heard I've heard a thyroid. Oh, I, you know, Gwen, I'm going to have to cut yeah. you off. We were getting. <laughs> We were getting so much noise, I was hearing that people were having a hard time hearing me. Um, Gwen, that is awesome. And if if you would like some help from us, we'd love to work with you if you want to continue on. Um, you could do the free NutriQ assessment, and then that would give us kind of a starting point. Or you can get involved in one of our programs. But it sounds like you're really doing well on your own. Um, congratulations. That's an awesome improvement in A1C. That's fabulous. I love hearing those stories and just they're so inspiring. People that, you know, are doing the work and say, I'm not going to raise my medication. I'm going to find another way. And, and they do. I mean, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah. You know, um, Kim, you have been, uh, you, you said we have what, almost 500 of the nutrients. <laughs> yep. We're at three, 468 this morning. <laughs> 468 and and that's a lot of work and we're, we're doing these free um, because we want everybody to have some opportunity to get started and for some people the free NutriQ may be all they need I mean if they're good mm -hmm. at you know kind of do it yourself and they're willing to do some reading and you know try a few things then then you may be able to solve a lot of your own problems because we're going to give you the, the starting point. We're going to tell you what you should prioritize, what you should focus on. We'll even give you a couple ideas on how to get started. And we're creating more and more protocols all the time. So if you do our free NutriQ and you find out digestion is your problem and you're on a PPI, we have a protocol to help you fix that. So, and it's free. So you, you just go read the protocol and, and you do it. Um, so that may be the way to go. If you try that and maybe it's not working or you're a little confused and you want more help, then we have more ways of helping you. If you find out, we've been talking a lot about blood sugar control. If you take the free NutriQ assessment, find out your blood sugar is out of control or you already know that. Many people already know. Um, then we have a protocol that you can go follow. and. When I use that word or when we use that word protocol, mm -hmm. it's like a mm -hmm. set of instructions. It's a step-by-step -step process that we use to solve a specific problem. So if you know you have high blood sugar, then we have a protocol that you could follow. So you may be able to do this completely on your own. You go and without spending any money or, or very little, you go to our free assessment if, if it shows that blood sugar is your highest priority, then you could go to our protocol and just follow the instructions. And without spending any money, you might buy a supplement here or there, you may make huge improvements. Um, we have people call all the time that have done this. They, they've you know, gone through the free assessment, they go to the protocol, they do it themselves, and they see improvements. 
I, I absolutely love that. We're going to continue creating more protocols and we're, we're basing it on what you're finding as the biggest priorities in all of these assessments we're doing. Yeah. And I think, and that's why I thank everybody even for, you know, doing that because it's showing us too what, um, what all's going on out there, what very commonalities are. And then we can gear our, and that's where you're going to go with webinars too, gear our education to, um, you know, make some of the biggest impact out there and um, you find the resources to, to help, help people with them. It's, it's really amazing. So I don't want anybody to feel like, first of all, there's no judgment on our end here at all. You know, we just, we're here to help. So, um, you know, cause we're all in this together. So, so fill that out. Don't be afraid to share what your top health concerns are because we get it and we're here for you. Absolutely. Good stuff. Let's get to a break. We'll be right back with more stuff right after this. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. Kim is here with me. We're down to the final segment. We're going to get right back and knock out some more calls. We're off to San Diego. Lisa, welcome to the program. Hello. How are you? Good. What can we help Hi you with there. today? Um, well, I'm post uh, 47 abdominal surgeries, and I have um, I have my, my appendix out. They thought I was having appendicitis. But then I kept having bouts of attacks, and then they took my gallbladder, and then they did a sphincter or plastic fundoplication with a hiatal hernia repair, and I was in the hospital for six months with just infection over and over, and had to keep going back in, and um, and I I I've had like six bowel resects, and I have a bad a uh, uh, fistula. I have a fistula, but it I have a bag because store it went the suture that made the fistula went through my um, intestine. And, um, yeah. And, um, and I have acute chronic pancreatitis now from the, um, the infection on my pancreas and I've had sepsis many times. And, but now I'm getting, um, cellulitis and it seems to be seasonal. And, um, like every February I get it. And then by April, I'm in the hospital. I, I go through the rounds of antibiotics, but they have to do the IV antibiotic. And I, I was wondering if you've ever heard anything like that. I have. And, and first off, I'm very sorry for everything you've been through. Um, and I, I'm going to have to get back up on my soapbox and just bash the medical community because all of this stuff is interrelated. They are, they are yeah. create most of your problems. They, they do one thing Correct. to fix one problem and create another one. Uh, 
the fact that you are constantly getting the infections is because they have totally destroyed your immune system because our immune system's in our gut and they've taken out most of right. yours. So, right. And I, I, I get no nutrition because of the, the bag and um, everything just, you know, in the bowel resects. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I have heard of this. It, it, it's certainly, you know, one of the more extreme cases, but it, it really highlights the things that can go wrong with with our medical community's approach of drugs and surgery, drugs and surgery. And and this is one of those snowball cases where they do one thing, it creates another problem. They try to fix that problem. They create another one. Um, so I, I'm not surprised by what's going on. I could explain everything that's happening to you and why it's happening and the things they've been doing are actually making it worse um so that to answer your question have i heard of it yeah and i'm not surprised i'm horribly disappointed and i you know i feel bad for what you've gone through pancreatitis is horrendous um yes uh, so it is. Um, it's very, very painful. I, I was taking 600 milligrams of MS cotton a day. I weaned myself off of that. Well, congratulations that on that. Because I, I will tell you, you um, Kim, you know how obsessive I get about reading on certain uh. topics. <laughs> For a while, I, I was on addiction. I was just fascinated by addiction oh, and what's yeah. going on you know, with painkillers right now in our society and heroin. And, and, and it really is a, a huge epidemic that we are going to pay a very big price for soon. We already are. It's going to get worse. One of the yeah. books that I yeah. read, one of the books that I read, perfectly normal woman, didn't drink, didn't smoke, never did drugs in her life. Um, she was a teacher, just, it, and she developed pancreatitis. This is an incredibly painful condition. I mean, just horrendous. And because it's so painful, they tend to put these people on some of the most powerful painkillers, OxyContin. Um, they put her on fentanyl. And fentanyl is a uh -huh. hundred times more powerful than morphine. A hundred times. Morphine was what we gave to soldiers in battle when their leg was blown off. You gave them morphine right. for and fentanyl is a hundred times more powerful than morphine. And it is incredibly addictive. So they gave her right. the morphine or, or the fentanyl because of her pancreatitis. And she kept having flare-ups and they had to keep giving her more. And then she becomes tolerant. So she has to keep taking more. And by the end, she was, she was an absolute disaster. She was to the point. Fentanyl is actually... Uh, administered either in a, a skin patch a or patch. a lollipop. Yeah, patch. Yeah, yeah. it could be. A, had it. Or a yep. So she was on the lollipops. She was literally to the point. She could oh, not wow. go. She could not go thirty minutes without one of the lollipops. God bless. You're, you're only supposed to take one a day. She could not go thirty yeah. minutes with. And, wow. and she wow. years years of rehab. Um, and, and relapses over and over and over and almost died before she finally got off of the fentanyl, which oh, was only, yeah, because of the pancreatitis. So congratulations right. on getting your off the pain medication. Thank you. Uh, on that note, I've lost a, a friend. He broke his arms. They gave him, um, a, a 
Vicodin. And he went, he, he ended up dying because he got so addicted to drugs. Just, mm-hmm. He was, he had a great job and he, it just killed him. <laughs> it is, it is a horrendous, it is a horrendous problem in our country right now. And, and we're going to hear a lot more about it. Um, for you though, I, I, are, I, I know you asked me if I'd ever heard of it. Are, are you looking for some solutions well, for some relief? Well, the cellulitis is, um, my mom has lymphedema and, and I believe it's going to form into lymphedema. The, the signs I'm seeing, the, the infection that I'm going through, my, my leg swells up to like three times as big as, um, as when, you know, it normally is and it gets hot. I can't walk. It hurts. And, yeah, and, and part of that is your immune system is a disaster right now. It can't handle any right. of these things. Uh, so I, all of this can be improved. This is clearly a, a, a more intensive case, but this can all be improved with diet and some targeted supplements. Um, what I would recommend is, is you either find an NTP, um, a naturopath, a doctor of Chinese medicine, somebody wow. that, that an alternative or I mean we we could work with you on our our gold program um, but it, it can be fixed even with all the missing body parts we, we can still make huge improvements in this wow that would be nice because um, it's you know it's tiring like you said it's real painful and um, I'm, I'm a miracle just to be here Absolutely. I and, absolutely. No question. And you've been through a lot. I would love to help you get better because there, there, we could improve your quality of life tremendously. Let's go yeah, to. Nevada. Yeah, absolutely. Mike, welcome to the program. How you doing, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind today? Uh, I did the NutriQ and uh, Bridget said she was going to get Lisa to look up my results for my NutriQ. Do you have? Ah, uh, we do. Oh, fantastic! Uh, yeah, I'll agree with you. I, I I hate my personal position massively. Okay. I wanted to quit smoking, so I went on the vape stick, and I was making my own vape juice at home. I knew exactly what was in it, and she goes, "Oh my God, that stuff's going to kill you." <laughs> I said, "It's got four thousand less chemicals than what I was doing." Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And in, in, so in the my book, I was in, she said, you're still doing the vape stick. I said, hell no. I said, I switched over to heroin. Are you happy now? <laughs> I said, no, I didn't. I said, leave me alone. Yeah, the heroin's all natural. It must be okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I told her. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Let me work on this. Heroin, all natural, okay. gluten-free, low fat. It's got to be good for you. There you go. <laughs> now you were talking about painkillers now. I have teeth problems. I got, I got really bad teeth. And when I'm having an episode where I've got teeth that are really searing, like the, where it's, you just want to rip your teeth out, my doctor yeah. has given me tramadol. And it is a fantastic drug because it takes care of the pain, but you don't get any of the high with it. Correct. It just gets yep. rid of the pain. Yeah, Tra- it's a tramadol. Fantastic drug, and it's not, a, it's not addictive, they say. They say if you abuse it, it can become addictive, but it's non-addictive if used properly. Yeah, and the reason it's you're much less likely to abuse it is because there is none of the psychoactive effects. The, yeah. So people take the pain medication initially 
to get rid of the pain. What they find, though, is that shit makes you feel really good. Like, so. Yeah, and then they, you, they miss the good feeling. You go from feeling horrible to feeling way better than normal. So it's, so it's this yeah. enhanced feeling of pleasure. The problem is the longer you take it, the more it requires to get that feeling. And if you don't take it, you feel like shit all the time. So people become easy. At the same time, it's addicted. dropping. It's yeah, dropping your so, pain threshold at the same time. Yeah, so tramadol is a good option. Um, I wish I had time to go over your results. We're going to do that with you, though. In fact, um, don't go away. But I've got to wrap up the show, and we'll do it again next time. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you then. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work and master the journey. I'm Kevin Rutherford. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap up the show, but I am going to go back to Mike because I know he's been waiting and trying to get through, so we're going to go over this real quick. Mike, are you there? Yeah, I appreciate you taking the extra time, Kevin. Sure, absolutely. So so you get the prize. You're scoring off the chart. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's that's, that's 48 years of abusing your body with the, the wrong food. It's exactly right that that's it, it. And the good news is it can all be fixed and it can be fixed with food and a little bit of supplementation. And you're a pretty, um, pretty typical. I mean, you're, you're scoring high on a lot of things, but but pretty typical. So I don't see anything here I'd get too crazy about. Um, and we would just take yeah, it like in order. I'll tell you. Zantac for 30 years. Oh, well, that makes 150 it, yeah. milligrams of Zantac twice a day. Yeah, which, which will virtually... Assure that you'll be unhealthy. And she's seventy-two years old, and she's very old school. She yeah. is. She is a. She's. She's a pill pusher. That's what I call yeah. it, my pill pusher, because yep. that's all she does. She doesn't fix anything. She just gives you another drug, which creates more problems. Yeah, because it's side yeah. effects. Yeah. So we had we we started with one problem, which would have been heartburn acid reflux, something along those lines, and you're given an antacid or a proton pump inhibitor so that you don't have too much acid, now that wipes out digestion. That, that's, that's a huge step in digestion is really good, strong stomach acid. We wipe that out, and we know that without digestion, forget it. Everything else is going to deteriorate, everything. So in the longer we compromise our digestion, the worse we're going to get. So 30 years of Zantac and, uh, but the good news is our bodies are amazing and we see them fix themselves all the time. So clearly we would start on digestion with you. We, we probably have some okay. gut healing we would need to do. And then after we got through the gut healing, we would work on strengthening the digestion, getting your stomach acid back up to where it should be making sure you're digesting all your fats because you are off the charts on essential fatty acids, which is part of why, why you're experiencing so much pain. 
because our fatty acid balance helps control in inflammation, which is, is pain. So I'm not saying that if we get your fatty acid balance right, your teeth are going to be better, but you're not going to experience as much of the pain. And it's not going to take it all away because obviously there's a, a problem there, but it would help. So we would work on digestion first. Then we would go to essential fatty acid balance and sugar handling because you're off the charts on sugar handling. Um, yeah. You're scoring pretty high on adrenal, pituitary, thyroid, and prostate and cardiovascular. We would not address any of those directly. Not now. Because there's a good chance if we fix digestion, we fix fatty acid balance, we fix sugar handling, the other problems will fix themselves. Okay. So should I do like the bone broth um, uh, fast yep. where I just do the bone yep. broth? Uh, I don't – you I could got... try a fast um, because a fast would actually help two of these things. A fast would start working on digestion and would also help sugar handling. Um, so, yeah, you could certainly do that. I, I would recommend um, our supplement IPS, which is a, a gut healing supplement, and bone broth. So you could do a bone broth fast for a couple days. What I would recommend, and this is a good – Kim, did they ever talk about this in the book on fasting? i got to go finish that one. Um, my um, guideline what? on fasting is if you're fasting and you feel good, then keep fasting. If you're fasting and you feel absolutely miserable, maybe you should stop. Yeah, because I only well, eat once a day. Sometimes I can go all day, and I don't. I don't feel hungry because I got yeah. rid of the carbs out of my out of my life. Good. And you say Good. you're on a PPI. Is he on a PPI? I'm on Xanax, uh, 150 milligrams twice a day, which is ranitidine, and I, I think that's a PPI. Is it not? Uh, you know what? I have to go look that one up because I get some of the acid blockers and the PPIs yeah. mixed up. Uh, I'll look at it real quick here while you're talking to him, Kim. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I was wondering, just with you know, getting them off the, getting them off that, you know, and getting the digestion going, um, and the healing. Okay, yeah, so, so Zantec, Zantec is, is not it? a PPI. Zantec is in the okay. group called two receptor blockers. Um, so it, it, it does work similar in that you're, we're going to drastically decrease um, acid production when you're on that drug. Okay. So do I have to wean off of that or? I, I would. It's always better. Even though this isn't a true PPI and you may not see a rebound, I, I think the, the weaning off protocol works better anyway. Okay, yeah, that's so out on our maybe website. Maybe when Michael. I need it, rather than on a schedule. Um, follow the 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 protocol itself. It'll tell you exactly yeah. when, how many to okay. take, and for how long, and then how to move on to the next step. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that should take me about a month to get all that and uh, yeah. start getting my digestion in order. Yep. And do you want me to do another? Uh, do you want me to call you back in a month and let you know how I'm making out? Yeah, or even a, in a couple of weeks, let us know how it's going. And if there's, you know, something there, we may be able to give you a guideline on, you know, a tweak or two here and there. So, you know, check in in a week or 10 days or two weeks or whatever, and let's see how it's going. Well, I'm going to be a week before I'm home to make my bone broth. So I'll give you a call in a okay. couple of weeks and let you know how I'm feeling. Sounds good. That's great. Okay, I do appreciate what you do. 
You're welcome. All right, Kim, I was going to go to another call, and then I just realized we were already over. <laughs> we're on a roll. We're on a roll. We did show. three hours today and had to go into overtime. Um, <laughs> but that's good. good. All right. Well, Kim, thank you as always. And, thank you. Uh, thank you. We'll go, we'll go get busy on some programs. Thanks, everyone. And uh, we'll see you this weekend for the live show. Thanks for tuning in to The Audio Road. If you have any questions, give us a call at 855-800-FUEL. That's 855-800-3835. Check out the website at letstruck.com and find us on facebook.com slash letstruck.